You're listening to the Junior Hereford Show with Noah Benedict. Let's get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, to the Junior Hereford Show. And uh, again, very excited for this episode. Glad you're all here listening. Um, I've got Trevor Johnson on the line, and I'm going to ask him to tell tell you guys a little bit about himself. Well, good morning, Noah, and it's certainly a pleasure to be on here with you. Uh, like Noah said, my name is Trevor Johnson. Uh, originally from South Dakota. I'm currently a sophomore at Butler Community College studying ag business. Uh, This fall, I'm going to transfer on to K-State, finish out my four-year degree uh, in ag business and animal science, and uh, going forward after school, kind of look on, plan on getting into the feed yard management side of things. Trevor, I I know I've gotten to know Trevor a little better here over the last couple of years and his plans, uh, his upcoming plans are certainly impressive, but we'll get to those later. Uh, Trevor, tell us a little bit about, you know, maybe growing up back home and, and, uh, you know, what you were involved in, what you did and kind of what led you to this point now at Butler. Yeah, so growing up, uh, my background's pretty similar to, I guess, a lot of kids in the, in the association grew up showing in 4-H and FFA and obviously active in the Junior Hereford Association. Uh, But I guess a little more personally, my family, um, we run both purebred and commercial cows and and, uh, farm and have a family feed yard as well. And so come from a pretty diversified background. Um, But I guess growing up, my involvement in 4-H and FFA and certainly the Junior Hereford Association um, gave me a lot of opportunities to get involved in a lot of different aspects of the cattle industry. Uh, and I guess really kind of cultivated my passion for the, both the seed stock side and, um, really the, the fed cattle side of it as well. Yeah. So, and, and you know, I, I ask you to, to tell our listeners about that because I think it's important to, to highlight that you did get all those different aspects, right? Fun fact about Trevor as well, he was, a, he was also a recent attendee of our, uh, of our inaugural bold conference. So um, we were super happy to have him there. Trevor, we, um, you know, tell us, get into, um, you know, kind of what you're wanting to do post-graduation. I know you're, you're very interested in the feedlot side of things and, um, you know, maybe talk now about some of the things you're doing currently to try and prep yourself for that. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but I guess just to kind of lay the foundation um, you know, like I said, I was active in the Junior Hereford Association, and one of my favorite activities would have been uh, the Faces Leadership Conference, and actually my very first conference would have been in 2016 uh, down there in Amarillo, Texas, and I tell the story to a lot of people because um, it really set me up for kind of where I'm at today, and when we were down in Amarillo, we toured a couple of different feed yards, pretty sizable ones. I mean, kind of up to a hundred thousand head. And it's so different from what I have or what I've been exposed to around home. And I just instantly fell in love with it. And then uh, I believe it was that same fall of 2016 or into the winter between 16 and 17, uh, the inaugural Fed Steer Shootout was actually unveiled. And you know, that really had me excited for that program. And so I took part in that and that kind of laid the foundation for, you know, what I'm wanting to do now, which is get into the, the feed yard management side of things. But I guess currently, you know, I'm an ag business major, uh, kind of studying the business and both the science side of the business. Um, and it's actually led me to get an internship 
with Adams Land and Cattle, a big feed yard in Nebraska this summer. And so I'm going to go ahead and do that and, and look forward to, you know, pursuing a couple different internships through college and uh, different sides of the beef business. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I'm jumping back to this bold conference here because Trevor and I, uh, we were fortunate enough to, uh, to spend some time together and, and some group rotations there. And um, one of our rotations, we got to sit and talk with uh, Gary and Kathy. Um, and, and when we sat down, the first thing that Gary asked us was, uh, what's your dream? What's your dream? And Trevor, do you want to go ahead and let our listeners in, in on what you said to Gary that day? Yeah, so Gary posed the question, what's your biggest dream in life? And um, I guess mine's pretty straightforward. Uh, I really want to be on the Cattle Feeder Hall of Fame someday. And so uh, it's a pretty lofty goal, but I'm not afraid of the challenge, I guess. So, so with that goal and, and what you want to do, whenever you speak the words Hall of Fame, you know, there, there's, a lot, of, there's a, a lot that has to go into that, right? Um, how, do, how do you think the Fed Steer shootout in that program has, you know, helped maybe kickstart that goal and, and get you off to the, the, the right start? Well, I'll just be very upfront with you. I think the Fed Steer shootout is the premier opportunity for young people to get involved in the, in the Fed cattle side of the business. Um, you know, from a production standpoint, it gives kids a very real world opportunity to test their genetics. Uh, and get some of that feed yard and carcass performance and data back that, you know, a lot of kids wouldn't have the availability to, or wouldn't be available to get, you know, at home. And so from that side, it's very good. Uh, but I think just as, or more importantly, the um, opportunity and education that it presents from um, a youth involvement and a teaching standpoint, I think is absolutely second to none. Um, you know, whether it be the online seminars or, you know, the paperwork that comes along with doing it. And I think one of the most um, interesting parts or exciting parts is that field day that you guys host or have hosted the past two springs, you know, recently, um, because getting to meet with those industry people uh, and get involved that way, I think there's no substitute for it. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's cool to listen to, to you talk about what you want to do and, and how the Fed Steer Shootout has helped you get there. Um, what, what is your biggest, you know, um, you know, recommendation for juniors? You know, we have a lot of juniors that, um, you know, have, have, have tried to send cattle, right? They've sent steers to get data back. What is, what is the biggest, you know, um, piece of advice you can get on as to why they should do the portfolio and go through the curriculum and that sort of things more than just get the data back? You know, I think the data collection is is great. It's an important it's an important part of the program, um, but all of those extra educational opportunities, um, you know, filling out records and stuff, it's not the most fun, um, but it's part of it. And I think it just goes back to, um, you know, whatever you do in life, just take every tool and opportunity presented to you and use it to its fullest capacity. Great. Well, um, you know, we were, we, unfortunately I wasn't able to go. I think we've talked about that on the podcast before guys, but i super happy that you were able to go and a lot of our other junior members. Um, you know, this, this is a program that, you know, <laughs> Trevor's probably able to tell you more about it than I am even, um, you know, with just where he, you know, the direction he wants to head in life. So, we, we, we really wanted to get Trevor on here and um, I'm sure he'd be happy to talk to you guys about, 
you know, any part of that sector and what he's trying to do. Um, Trevor, outside of the feedlot, you know, you know what, you know, what hobbies do you have? What do you enjoy doing at school and, and, and what else are you involved in? Yeah, so I guess at school, I'm a member of the livestock judging team there at Butler Community College. Just finished up my time judging there. Uh, plan on judging again at K-State. Um, I guess a few of the organizations and stuff uh, serve as the vice president for our collegiate farm bureau. Um, you know, and, and uh, I guess the other big thing that occupies my time is I've actually got a part-time job at a feed yard right outside of El Dorado um really enjoy working out there and have made some really good connections through that um but then aside from that you know still enjoy taking up or being active in my family's operation um you know more so along the really along the seed stock side and and still enjoy going to shows and all that good stuff absolutely well Guys, uh, feel free to reach out to me or reach out to Trevor if you have any questions about this podcast. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm offering him up here like I like to do with some of our interviewees, but uh, um, super happy to have you on today, Trevor, and thank you again. Yeah, thank you, Noah. And like you said, I mean, I'd love to talk to any junior member about the program because it has played an integral role in my life, and honestly, it has the potential to do that for a lot of other kids too, and so uh, very, very excited about the program and what you guys are doing with it. All right. Well, thank you guys. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you back here for part two of this podcast. All right, everybody. I'm happy to introduce Mr. Dave Burns from Burns Farms in Tennessee. Dave, do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and who's helping you on the ranch? Uh, yeah. Um, David Burns, uh, manager here at Burns Farms. Um, we currently are running about 700 mama cows, Hereford, Angus, and commercial cows. Um, currently, uh, we've got Zach Day helping as our herdsman, um, and I've got three other guys that help here on the farm. We're a pretty, pretty uh, all-inclusive operation that, that uh, grows a lot of our own feed, mixes a lot of our own feed. Um, you know, we'll have We'll have four sales a year. Um, we're doing as female sales in May and September, full sales typically in uh, November and February. And, and and usually a sprinkling of online sales, definitely one in December. We've done some in the spring too. So so quite, we, we do enough to keep us busy most of the time. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, you know, the Burns Farm name is, is a common household name now. Talk a little bit. We'll start on the female side of things. Talk about a, a little bit about the uh, the females that Burns Farms is trying to produce, um, and you know what what different you know commercial settings and purebred Hereford. Um, yes, I mean uh, anything we're breeding here is going to try and be balanced. We're going to try and have really good balanced numbers, really really good good looking balanced made females that are sound. Uh, good looking and productive. Um, you know, we're trying to, if we breed one, any cow that I breed here, the goal is, is that if it pops out as a bull, it's going to go be effective for any, any commercial operation anywhere in our, in, that we're selling to, uh, along with, we got to keep enough maternal in them to be awesome cows as they go down the road so we come at it from a from a total performance perspective taking in 
EPDs, phenotype, you know, genotypes. We're we're trying to, you know, we're 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 getting to where most everything is genomically enhanced just because I think that's some of the newest, latest technology that I think is helping out our breed. Uh, and we're trying to, we're trying to advance our herd as fast as we can and get the, and identify the best cattle we can. Absolutely. And Dave, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how you got started in the Hereford business and why you continue to stay in it. Okay. I mean, our, our herd started actually as my father and uncle's 4-H program, 70 seven years ago something like that my grandfather was the extension agent and started it then um since then obviously we've grown and, and continued so i grew up my entire life having cattle um and 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 feel very honored to be able to do that and continue on the burns farms traditions and what we're doing um, probably the, the NJHA played a huge role in me becoming more and more active here uh, as I was really into the showing end of things and, and did, did a lot of showing when I was younger um, and the NJHA was really, really integral in that, you know, and going to conventions and doing all that kind of stuff. So, so that's the NJHA plays a huge role in in the development of me as a cattleman and burns farms as a program awesome awesome and 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 you know highlight back into that you know why so why do you continue to sponsor you know i think i've got an idea of where you're going but just finish that up for us well i mean the, to me i think this program develops the develops the herford breeders of the future and and that's what we need as a breed going forward so supporting the program is a no-brainer for me because i'm I, i'm the guy that's hopefully going to be selling those guys cattle uh you know and and as a breed bringing in more and more young people is always important uh you know it, it we always we always need the next generation coming in and and and, and the NJHA is a huge, huge, very valuable part of bringing the next generation into the Hereford breed, for sure. Awesome, guys. Well, you guys got some great information from, from Mr. Burns at Burns Farms here this morning. Make sure to check out uh, any of those four sales. Uh, you've, got, you've got plenty of opportunities to check out uh, those Burns cattle and Burns genetics. And uh, again, thank you for sponsoring, uh, you know, the, the April calendar out here, Dave. No problem. And we'd love to see everybody on May 14th for our female sale. We'll have a lot of really nice show efforts for that junior nationals is just north of us in Kentucky. So if anybody wants any, we've got them. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Hope you have a great day. All right, Junior Hereford Show listeners, part two of this podcast coming at you. And I've got Miss Hannah Williams on the line here with me. Hannah, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Noah. I just want to say thanks for having me first off. Um, this podcast has been pretty fun, I think, for the junior members, and it's great that the junior board has stepped up and has taken this podcast. But um, I am Hannah Williams, and I'm originally from Kearney, Nebraska. I grew up in the Hereford industry showing Hereford cattle. Um, my time in the Junior Hereford Association led me to be on the junior board, and I just got off two years ago now, and it was a great great experience. I couldn't ask for anything better and a great industry and junior association to be a part of. And now that has kind of led me to where I am today. I graduated from K-State last year, um, last May, 
and ended up taking a job with Merck Animal Health. And now I am located in Southwest Kansas and deal a lot with feedlots and dairies in that part of the world. Awesome, Hannah. And, you know, we haven't had someone, uh, you know, retired so recently from the junior board. It's, it's, it's cool to see, you know, how, how it directly impacted you. Um, you know, growing up in the Hereford breed, you know, what were some of those skills that you learned, um, um, whether it be just in the barn or on the board that you, you feel like have helped prep you for your job at Merck? Yeah, well, I really think that the Junior Hereford Association is one of the best junior organizations that you could be a part of. I mean, there's so many opportunities out there, whether that be faces of leadership, you're developing your leadership skills and um, getting to know people, and then also attending junior nationals. I mean, you have state shows. There are endless opportunities out there. And I really think just even in the past five years, we can look at it and see how much the junior board has really impacted leadership events in the Harvard Association. So I think um, just looking at that, I mean, we added the career fair at junior nationals. And I think that was something that's helped a lot of kids and even me just getting out there and speaking to industry leaders and trying to figure out what you want to do after college. I mean, I know you say that you want to do something, but you don't really get a dive deep into that until your college years. And I think um, bringing that career fair to junior nationals did help me look at it. Um, from a different perspective. And there's other high school kids that are looking farther into the future now. And I think that's been really beneficial for kids. And then obviously I was on the junior board and getting to know so many people in the industry, you can really develop a pretty strong network. So I think there's just endless opportunities out there for kids that have the drive and want to go out and find opportunities. So yeah, and for those of you that uh, may not remember, I can personally attest to Hannah's leadership skills. I had her and, and Riley and Taylor Bell le- and Brent, uh, <laughs> uh, leading me along the way there my first year. So I can definitely attest that she learned something along the way, at least. So Hannah, why, yeah. don't, you, why don't you talk a little bit about, uh, about what you do with Merck now and kind of what your position entails? Yeah, so I'll kind of go back just a few years. Um, after my junior year, my junior summer, I guess I should say, going into my senior year, I had an internship with Merck. And I think that's kind of what opened the doors for me in a lot of ways. Uh, my internship was based in Nebraska. And if we look back, that was 2020. So during COVID, and it was just kind of, um, tr- we were trying to figure out how to navigate everything. I couldn't really go out and be customer facing like they had planned for me to do. So we had to find a different option for the internship. And being a part of the Hereford Association actually helped me in this because Merck has partnered with the Hereford Association on many different levels, whether that be the adult association or junior association. And so in this project for my summer internship, they actually wanted me to um, call on Hereford producers, which was right up my alley, of course. And so I just called and talked to customers across the country about PrimeVac, which is kind of one of our protocols for vaccines and just on what to give cattle. A lot of um, producers out there actually don't know how many options there are or don't know when to give things. So I was just kind of walking Hereford producers through that. And I think that was kind of what led me into this role today too, is benefiting both from the Herford Association and that internship. And just um, then afterwards, I mean, building that relationship with a bunch of people within the company of Merck was great. And then when a job opened up for me, I had that opportunity to apply and interview for that. And I just think that really built a great foundation to get to my current job position. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and with that current uh, job position, you, uh, one thing you were able to do here recently was, uh, was attend the Fed Steer shootout um, there in Scott City. And we got to listen to Trevor on the first half of this podcast. Talk a little bit about what you thought of the Fed Steer shootout field day. Yeah. So actually, I was involved in the Fed Steer shootout the first year it began. And it was based in Iowa at the time. And now it's moved to Scott City, Kansas. But being on the industry side is a little different, too, and not being a junior member anymore. But I think even just over these last few years, this program has developed into something really great. And I see it going even farther than where it is now. Um, Lee Mayo with HRC has done a great job at helping the kids understand the realistic aspect of the industry. I mean, cattle go to a feed yard. I mean, they don't stay at the ranch their whole lives usually um, when you're selling your calves. So I just think that opened the door to a lot of junior members to understand what a feed yard is, what they do, marketing your cattle and a bigger picture of the industry than what we get to see necessarily at junior nationals or on your home family operation. Um, I was able to be on a career panel last week or when we had this a few weeks ago, I guess. And um, I, I just saw how many young junior members there were. I thought that was so impactful because they're sitting behind those tables, listening to industry leaders from Cargill and learning different things about meat products. And I just thought that was a really great lead into um, understanding the whole industry. Absolutely. And, and um, you know, touch on that a, a little bit more as, you know, as you work for Merck and you're, you're helping sponsor this event, you know, why did, why did you guys agree to this in the first place? Why did you want to be there? Yeah, for sure. And like I alluded to earlier, Merck has a great relationship with the Hartford Association, whether that be on the adult side or the junior side. And for us, this is just a great way um, to help kids develop, whether that be from a career standpoint or if they're going to return to their family's operation, have an idea of what Merck does. Um, it's an animal health pharmaceutical company, so they can kind of take some something that they've learned from us being involved in this and seeing their cattle go through the feed yards, whether it be with vaccines or implants, you know, deworming protocols, any of that, they can kind of take that back to their home operation as well if they choose to return. Um, so I think just Merck supports the Hereford industry um, as a whole, and especially the youth. We want to develop those kids so that they can have a better understanding too. Yeah, and you talk about developing youth, and obviously, you know, that's a that's a big goal of the NJHA here. Um, you know, you got to sit on, on, on these career roundtables, and, um, you know, we have a lot of junior members listening, but we also have some adult members that maybe have kids that are about to come through. What What's uh, some of the best advice that you can give those members about, you know, kind of making their way um, through the different stages of the NJHA and, and even into high school and college? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think I talked to a lot of junior kids in the round table and just encourage them to make sure that they stay involved. I know it takes a lot. They're getting pulled a lot of different ways. Um, but I think the NJHA has so much to offer with scholarships or just leadership development, whether that be contests at junior nationals. And don't forget that there's an industry side of this as well. Um, building your network, whether that be attending, you know, the annual meeting at Kansas City for a junior member, there's a lot of Hereford producers that go to that and there's not a lot of junior kids that go. And I think that they could really take away from those very in-depth conversations too. So I just encourage themselves to get out of their comfort zone and stay involved for sure. Absolutely. Well, Hannah, do you have anything else you want to add to our listeners here? I know, you know, you, you've, uh, you've truly got the, you know, the, the big picture view you started in the, in the, 
in the NJHA, worked your way to the board college and, and got a job now. Any last bits of advice for our, our members? Yeah, I would just say any older junior members, um, the American Herpet Association has a lot of partnerships with industry leading companies, whether that be National Beef, Cargill, Merck, for example, those are some of the sponsors of the Fed Steer Shootout. I mean, you could look at HRC as a great sponsor of that. Make sure you're utilizing those connections wherever they're going to lead you in life. I think it's a very small industry when we look at it as a whole and utilizing those connections that you can build from being involved is really a great way to get on your feet once you get out of college. So don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. <laughs> well, Junior Hereford Show listeners, you got to hear from one of the best, actually two of the best today. Um, <laughs> you know, take their advice and run with it and we'll catch you back here next time on the Junior Hereford Show. You've been listening to the Junior Hereford Show with Noah Benedict. Make sure to come back next time to learn, lead, and achieve.